Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Roofing It, and I'm your host, Armando Jaycox. In this podcast, we interview leaders in the roofing business, and we do something a little different here. We dive deep into their personal lives, into their personal history, and we get to learn what their struggles were, what their challenges were, and how they overcame those struggles to become the people that they are today. I personally find that fascinating, and I hope that you do too. So thank you again for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey guys, how's it going? I'm super excited here to be here with Paul with the Reeds. Um, can't wait to talk about some of their background story. And I think we're going to kind of just talk some stuff that I'm guessing a lot of people hadn't even heard of before, you know, because we haven't really gone into, you haven't really talked too much about your kind of story, uh, Kim. So I'm really interested in hearing that. <laughs> and just kind of like the whole thing about this podcast really is just that I personally, I like to, I, I like to hear people's personal stories and how they overcome huge challenges. And that's kind of what I really wanted to hear about, you know, people in our in the roofing industry. And that's kind of what the podcast is all about, you know? So, um, although everyone who comes here is like expert level, as far as like, you know, lead generation for you, Kim, I want to talk about that. And also okay. what I'm really excited about is you're the first female on the podcast really that I've that I've had so to interview. And so um, I think it's going to be really amazing to have the female perspective in, right. the, in the roofing industry, you know, and also I'm super excited to talk about, um, you know, storm in, uh, storm into the next era and yep. right. Storm into the new era. Storm into the new era. Yes. No, it's okay. We're yeah. very excited about that as well. Yeah. We re- I want to hear the inception of that. I want to hear the inception story of that too. That would be fascinating actually. So, Great. so yeah, we're really excited to, to get, get it all going. Great. So I am going to uh, put my my phone down, guys, so that you can see this entire podcast. Um, let me flip my camera really fast and say, good morning. Um, here we are. So yeah, stay tuned. Watch us. And um, yeah, should be very interesting. Here we go. Okay. Where's the best place to put this so we can get everyone on here? Yeah, let's see if we can let's find the spot here. That. There's Paul. Slim. I'll let you put that up somewhere. that get all of us? Awesome. That's fine. That's perfect. Already, right? Yes. So yeah, Armando, if you yeah. uh, okay. want to well, pop me. into some of them. Yeah, Hi, guys. Can they, uh, see you guys. Hi, Kyle. Hi, Michael. You guys um, ask questions, do whatever, but he's going to get this started. And um, yeah, hopefully we can keep you all entertained this morning. if we did um, that. I wonder if we did. This is a good angle back. It here. is. I wonder if we can set it on angle. top of that uh, somewhere over there. Yeah, Sorry for the inconvenience. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. It's perfect. Uh, oh, this is kind of interesting right there. If we had something to prop it up with. What I'd like you to do too, Armando, is um, for those of you that don't know you and know about your podcast, since that what that's what we're doing, can yeah. you please just kind of fill everybody in because I know there's going to be a lot of people interested. Um, in, in what you're doing and what you're saying and why you have this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, really, the, the well, we'll get into that, but the truth is that I really just do it for fun. Awesome. Okay. At this point, okay. You know, I thought I had it first was like I had this, 
I don't know. It just had like this. Uh, well, really, what happened was Gary V is at, yeah. at the at the uh, win the storm. Right, right, uh, yeah. right. I talked to him and I had him ask some questions, and he's like, "Look, Armando, you should start a podcast." Wow. You personally, I was so like, you did "Really?" It. He's, I was like, "Yeah," and I was like, he's, "He's like, like seriously, like, there's nobody in the roofing doing a cool podcast. Like, go do it." Right. And I'm like, so here we are. Yeah, here we are. That is yeah. awesome. So that's basically what happened. Yeah. And that there's is not really awesome. a, a huge plan for everything, although everybody knows that personal branding at this point is extremely important. Oh, it's huge. So, you know, so yeah, I want to, um, you know, kind of develop that and, and develop an audience. And okay, industry. So here's your opportunity, Denver, Colorado. Armando has his own podcast. Set up an appointment. Shoot me a message. Um, come out and do an interview with him. Help help him grow this thing. Absolutely. So I guess we're gonna get it going. I'm gonna do a quick um, quick clap here. It's a, like we're gonna that that way the editor knows um, that this is when we're officially gonna start. So um, so here we go. That's our cue. <laughs> so um, here we're going to get things going. Um, I've got the reads uh, here in the podcast today. And um, I kind of, I'm super excited to have you guys, I just have to say. And, and I'm really uh, just really honored that you're even here and we're talking about it. And like this right here, this little thing that we're doing, like face to face, like on the, on the podcast is like pure raw, like podcasting is all about, you know. And so I just, I love that about it. And, and I think, um, you know, so, some of some of the things that I mean, you, you guys are just amazing people, and and I, you know, Paul, you you are partner over at Northwest Roofing, yeah, which is sort of the you know the, the envy of of the roofing business here in the Denver, Colorado area. Um, you also. Um, uh, you know, Kim, you 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 own uh, NextGen uh, Leads, which is an amazing reputation online for for lead generation services. Yeah. And uh, you both have, have a very uh, happy marriage, and and you have uh, you know a, a great family. And I think one of your kids just got accepted to law school. No, right? no, not yet. No. Okay. Nope. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. let's, uh, let's let's not uh, jinx that. Uh, <laughs> um, but you know, you have a, a happy family, and, and and you're going. You know, uh, you know your your lives are just are really great. You know, and um, however, life wasn't also all, all, all such a bowl of cherries, right? <laughs> no, no. There's been a long road, long road to be yeah. to where we're at today, and that's yeah. why we're truly passionate about what we do because we want to make sure we honor that long road that it was and, and you know it wasn't too many days ago that it was life wasn't once like it is today yeah yeah and so let's jump into some of that i mean you you talked paul at, at roofcon um a little bit about some of your backstory i mean that was pretty pretty raw some of the stuff you're talking about i mean you were you had some uh, uh you know some uh challenge some huge challenges with with addiction right yeah. with, with with drugs and alcohol and and you, um, you know, you, you went through some really horrible things back, you know, uh, you, you're sober 12 years now, 12 right? Years. And, and, um, and so what, like, um, you went through, I mean, you were an actual roofer, like up on the roof. Yeah. Right. You did that for a long time or since you've been really young, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. I, sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. Get right in there. Yeah. I actually, you know, started out roofing and I think that's what actually kind of you know, I, I grew up on a farm and ranch, and I think that's really what gave me my work ethic because, you know, if it was daylight, you weren't at home, you were you were out working. I seen that from my dad from a very early age. And I got into roofing kind of by accident uh, because my cousin had a roofing company and he got in trouble with the, with the law. He mm -hmm. actually took a deposit check from a homeowner and, and uh, decided to spend it on crack cocaine. Oh, wow. And so wow. I ended up going out to help him, you know, put this roof on because he didn't have any money. He'd spent it, you know, on there and kind of fell in love with roofing. Really just one of those things of it was fun to look back and see what you did. You'd actually built something 
And then, you know, to be honest with you, it was also very easy to sit up there and, and drink some beers and smoke some weed. And that's, mm. you know, one job that you could do that. And that's kind of where I started mm. in, in the Where roofing. was that? What, what, where was that again? Southern Colorado. In, uh, down by Alamosa. That's, that's where San you grew Valley. up? Yes. You, where, where did you grow? Is that, so the, the uh, like, um, so like right on the border of Colorado and, and New, Mexico. New Mexico. So the actual okay. name of the town is Sanford, Colorado. That's your hometown. That's my hometown. 700 people. Wow. Um, Mormon community. Really? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. My, 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 my wife grew up Mormon. Okay. Yeah. They're, uh, my, my in-laws are, they literally just went to the temple this morning. We were just at the temple yesterday. <laughs> really? Yes. yes. My, niece, my yes. niece got married yesterday here at the Denver temple. Really? So yeah. That's awesome. We went wow. to that. Yeah. So that's, that's where I started in, you So know, you grew up in a rural community. Yeah. That's, that's different. I didn't know. I don't think anybody knew that. I mean, that's, that's like, uh, so shooting guns out in the country. And oh, just yeah, completely. I mean, I'm okay. driving, driving semis when I'm, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old down wow. the road, hauling hay, hauling cattle, you know, driving mm-hmm. tractors when I'm six years old. So mm-hmm. that's, that's how I grew up. And were your parents, um, were, were your parents, uh, like together and, and married mm-hmm. and all that? And you, are, you, are they still married? Or? Oh, yeah. They've really? been married, I think, 52 years. And that's really? kind of what was strange about me when I went to rehab 12 years ago. Everybody in rehab was like, oh, I had this horrible life. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, my freaking parents had divorced when I was little. And I'm sitting there going, I had a great home life. You know, my parents loved me and, and I had great sisters. Wow. And wow. so there was always a little bit, a little bit, different. So you had two loving parents. Yeah. You're absolutely. growing up your childhood. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Whole wow. time. Wow. And I just it's rare these days. Took things, <laughs> took things for granted. I know. I'm like shocked because most of well, everyone's divorced. Yeah, you know no, I mean? It's, true. it's just, I, I, uh, yeah. That's a whole different world that I don't know, but yeah, that's, that's very well, rare. Yeah. So that, that's where we, that's where I started out and okay. did that and just kind of enjoyed you know, drinking. You went to high school there? and Graduated from high school. I tell okay. people I graduated ninth in my class. Were you yeah, uh, yeah. You were in sports and all <laughs> in that? In sports, in sports, okay. basketball. And okay. that was kind of maybe some of my problem because mm-hmm. my ego was probably a little bit, uh, I felt, you know, small town was, you're kind of protected. You really weren't going to get in trouble. Mm. You know, if you did things, I think, I look at, sometimes I look at people and you go, they have a felony on their account. And a lot of people go, oh my God, they have a felony. Mm-hmm. And I go, I just didn't get caught. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, I was in a small town. We did a lot of stupid kid stuff that could yeah. have turned, you know, really bad. You yeah. know, from you were very competitive back then. I'm, I'm guessing, yeah. and very. You uh, have you always been pretty really competitive and that kind of thing, like as far as sports go. I have been. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always yeah. wanted yeah. to, you know, excel. And did your parents, things. did your dad, like ingrain that in you to be real competitive in sports at all? Was that just something natural? Not really. I think what he ingrained in me was, you know, to, to get up and, and work hard. Okay. And there was really no excuses. And my dad had a lot of health problems from mm. when he was around 40. So when I was, say, 13, 14 years old. And I would see him go and get a knee surgery. I seen him get a, his ACL um, surgery like on a Monday. And back then, like, they, I remember they put a full cast on his mm. his leg, mm-hmm. and he was at work on Tuesday out mm. on the ranch farm in a wow. full cast. Wow. I mean, didn't wow. matter if you were sick or mm-hmm. your leg had fell off, like, yeah. you go to work, and yeah. you, you do what you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so uh, some of that, I mean, you both are extremely hardworking. 
I kind of, I, so that going into like, you founded this company, right? Did you start NextGen from scratch, Kim? I did. Absolutely. You did? Really? Yep. Like yep. there was nothing, In my right? house, there was nothing. Okay. It was just an idea and I thought, let's do it. I mean, why not? I have access to everything. And so, yeah, yeah. out of my house. So I knew you guys, I've, I've known of you guys for a while because from online and, and, and the, um, when the storm conferences, you were kind of one of the early people to even go, right? Yeah, Paul um, was the Paul very was. first one. Yeah. I was yeah. at the very first conference. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And, and so, um, um, and I remember, uh, so when you started Next Gen Storm Leads, I thought, well, I'm wondering if like, that's kind of like a thing with Paul, right? Like you kind of, you start to get these leads just to kind of send them over to Paul that, and all of his guys, that's the right? Miscon- that's the yeah, misconception. Yeah, that's a big misconception. I've lost sound in my headphones, by the way. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. I'm kind of new to technology, so someone help me out here. What happened? He I lost, lost sound. sound in my headphones. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if I pulled something out. Uh, no, I don't think so. I guess, um, as long as you guys can hear high. me, I don't need um, to hear. Okay. okay cool. Anyway, sorry awesome. about that, but yeah, no it, misconception about the um, her company. It's it's Kim's company. Mm-hmm. Um, I only get involved in it sometimes on occasion when when people don't pay. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll call people and be like, "Hey, you owe a thousand dollars." Like you know, she yeah, provided just, you leads, and yeah. other than that, it's a hundred percent Kim. And yeah, okay. um, we're and so very when, careful. What what happened there? Like you were like, were you just kind of because you were stay at home uh, mom? I think. Mm-hmm. Right? No, well, or? no, um, I was actually working with Paul um, years ago, knocking doors, and okay. started knocking doors, and did very very. That's well how with you that. got started in the roofing business. That is, yeah. When okay. I first met him, um, I was my background construction. So I've been in construction my whole life okay. for the most part. In the Denver area? Or? Yes, since okay. I've been in Colorado. Okay. Yeah. Is, um, that, is this where you grew up? No, I grew up in uh, Long Beach, California. Oh, Long really? Beach, Compton area. Really? Yes. Dang. Yeah, okay. The right. There was Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grew up in okay. the LBC. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you grew up in California. Yep. Um, you like in the beach area? Uh, Long Beach is kind of inner city. Um, it's okay. kind of away from the beach, but okay. yeah, okay, yeah. it's right. a little rough. Was it really? Yeah. Okay. And and you had uh, two parents, obviously. No. no. Um, my mom was single, and she worked for Boeing. Um, okay. So she worked twenty four seven, double shift sometimes. What did she do there? Uh, she's a certified electrician. She did uh, all mm. the wiring for the cockpits and in the planes and whatnot. Oh, wow. So that's what okay. she did. She retired from there. That's somewhat like me- like kind of almost a mechanic, right? Like oh, an yeah. airplane, airplane yep. mechanic, yep. really. That's uh, what she did. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you grew up with a single mom. Yep. And any siblings and stuff? I have a brother and a sister. Oh, do you? Uh, yep. Older, younger? Uh, older brother, younger sister. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. So you have the, the, the um, well, that's a very unique, uh, really, uh, I mean, growing up with a single mom is tough. Yeah, right. It I mean, was. I, I know I grew up with a single mom too. Right. You know, so I can I, I can relate to to that how how challenging it is. You know, and right. especially um, my sisters helped um, pretty much raise me. I mean, mm-hmm. they were like one, uh, six, uh, five, and six years older than me. So like, you know, I have a lot of memories of just them taking me to school and picking me up and just being with them a lot. You know, and and it's it's really hard. I mean, did you kind of experience some of that as well? No, we kind of all did our own thing. Um, okay. I'm I'm kind of like the outcast in my family, but she I just may be the black sheep. I am the black sheep. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> ask my mother. She'll tell you. Okay. Um, I just, I don't know. I had a drive from day one mm. that where I grew up, I, I knew that I wanted to get out of there. Mm. Um, I seen my mom work hard for all of us mm. and I always told myself there's got to be something different than this. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So when I was 17, 18, I, I was working for a termite company mm. and um, saved my money to buy a one-way ticket to mm-hmm. Hawaii to get the hell really? out of Long Beach. Really? Yeah, because what, I just, what island? Uh, Oahu. Oahu, well, okay. Well, growing up in Cali, you know, everybody 
surfed and everybody's dream yeah. was let's let's go to Hawaii, you know? So yeah. that was embedded in my head. Mm-hmm. That's where everybody was going. Why not? Mm-hmm. So I went there and... Okay. And, and you live in Waikiki? Were you lived in Waikiki. Out? Did you? Yep. Okay. Right. Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty familiar with Hawaii. Yeah. I love Hawaii. Yeah. yeah so. I don't so much anymore, but back then it was it was a lot different, less crowded mm-hmm. and I less bet. buildings. and Yeah, for so. sure. It's changed a lot. It, well, oh, even yeah. when I was there to when I went there the second time, I mean, it like the whole strip kind of was completely different. Oh, it is. You know? It is. We, yeah. we all went back. I took... We all went yeah, two years a couple ago, years we ago, and I didn't recognize anything. Wow. I was so disappointed just because of the growth, you know. Yeah, so, that was what said. One thing that really I admired Kim for was because when I started to learn her story, when we first started dating and stuff, mm-hmm. that she had literally 17 years old, mm-hmm. packed her bags, saved her money, packed her bags, one-way ticket, didn't know anybody yeah. in Hawaii, Yeah, got on an airplane. Yeah. I mean, That's I'm, crazy. I'm 45 years old now. I'd still probably be scared <laughs> to go do that by myself. That's crazy. That's so I don't intense. Know if it was really yeah. like intense, or if she's Absolutely. just crazy. I mean, both. that's a little yeah, that's a little nuts. I have to say, 17. You weren't even 18 yet when you did that, right? Right. What did you tell your mom? Was she like? No, she was. My mom has always supported anything I want to do. So okay. she was surprisingly, she mm. was like, go do your thing. Okay. Like she did not stop me. She yeah. did, you know, so that, that was encouraging for me because wow. if she was okay with it, why not? You did know? you finish high school at first? Or? Uh, no, I really? did not. Okay. I did not finish. I dropped out of school at a very young age. Interesting. Wow. Very young age. Yeah. Really? I actually didn't even, I think I went to high school for a very short time. Okay. I was a very bad child. Okay. Um, I was the <laughs> catch me outside girl, unfortunately, guys. Yes, that's yes. who I was. <laughs> really? You I were hate, like that? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I really hate to admit it. So, like, so this you know, is breaking. This is actually breaking news because she's never actually. I don't about tell. This publicly. Yeah, I don't tell a lot of people she is, that she did drop out in in ninth grade. She was ninth, the catch yeah, me I outside. Think, I think you know I that went girl to Jordan Dr. High School Bill. for a very very yeah. short amount of time. Wow. Got kicked out for. Um, lying and mm-hmm. not going to school and forging notes and mm. like this is really embarrassing I shouldn't tell all these bad stories but I and then I went to continuation school and got kicked out of continuation school yeah it's like an alternative school yeah okay. yeah. yeah went there got the kicked out kids. again for yeah because yep. yeah. I was a bad bad child yeah. Yeah. she got kicked yeah, out of the yeah. bad kids school I did really I did. oh yeah Dang, you got yeah. bad for that I was <laughs> okay. I was I was unfortunately yeah. but you know growing up like that and and being that person and being able to turn everything around, I think is, you know, that's, yep. that's where I get my drive. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because you, yep. I was so street smart I mm-hmm. and I still am. Not, I'm a little more naive. Well, I, think I, now, I think she's but. always known that there was, there's something better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God has always been right here. Thank God. Because yeah. statistically, and Paul tells me this all the time, st- statistically, I should not be here for the shit I've been Well, it's through. obvious God has a plan for both Amen. of you, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so, uh, so then you, you went to, um, you went to Hawaii and how yep. long did you live in Hawaii for? Uh, about five years. Really? Yeah. Okay. kind of island hopped, spent okay. my 21st in Maui. Okay. Uh, and then again, left, got island nice. fever. I was yeah. like, I, I, I got to get out of here. Did you really? Yeah. I okay. mean, I worked on a cruise boat. I worked in clubs. I did my thing. Wow. Um, and then left there and traveled, uh, went to Florida and Single York. the whole time? Did, is, yeah. You both. Uh, did you both have a kid really young, right? Um, so I, I did. I when I was um, shit, eighteen or something. Like I said, seven hundred people, small Mormon community. Yeah. And somehow I ended up getting two girls pregnant at the same time. <laughs> he I was bad. He's so, I wonder how he that was, happened. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Our past is it, a little checkered. It, yeah, it happened. So okay. I look back at it now. I can't. Wow. Im- I feel so bad for my parents. I couldn't imagine how that looked or <laughs> yeah, felt. Yeah, I mean, I know what I was going through, but I couldn't imagine what the hell they thought. Mm-hmm. It was not a 
great time. But honestly, it, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. You know, with those yeah. kids. And I didn't. Did I didn't, it force you to grow up kind of quick or? For, for a little bit, right? Okay. For a little yeah. bit. And then I just kind of gradually went that way. And, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, luckily today my kids are, are in my life. You know, there was a period yeah. of time where, where I didn't have that, you know, in my early 30s because yeah. I didn't, you know, I was more important to party and yeah. do drugs and raise hell. I think there's a lot of people in the roofing business who can relate, you know, yeah. to, to those types of experiences big time, you know. And, and so um, so then, uh, but you didn't have any kids really young, No, right? my, I, my first one, I was 24. So I waited okay. a little, because well, I traveled. I traveled it's a lot. fairly Just young. Bounce, bounce, uh, bounce. Yeah, fairly young. But you, this isn't, you guys have been married a long time, happily married. Not your first marriage, though. No, I had three kids, and Paul had three kids. We do not have any children together. We okay. kind of brought our family together, like the Brady Bunch. W- which is something I learned at RoofCon when I was talking to, to Paul, was yeah. that, because you, you have two kids, and they're both of their last name is Reed. Yes, I right? married a Reed prior to marrying Paul. My ex-husband was that, a Reed. The yeah, kid's dad was a Reed, so yeah. everybody is so confused. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no relation. Yeah, we so don't crazy. make sense because when I ask how many kids you have, it's like, well, we have six, and I start going there. How old? And it's weird because I'll be like, okay, well, I have one that's twenty three, another one that's twenty three, and they're like, oh, they're twins. I'm like, no, they're a month apart, but they're not really twins. And it's crazy. They're like, well, how Mark and Callie read? And I'm like, yeah, you know, Kim, hi Tammy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kim's ex was a read, so it yeah, yeah, it just worked out. So yeah, that's that, that did work out pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> Same yeah definitely. Name. Yeah, that's definitely. awesome. Uh, and so. So you even have, I think, a grandkid. Yep. Somebody has a grandkid. See, we, we do. Yes. We both have. Both yeah. have a grandkid. Yeah. Okay. A boy and a girl. All right. All right. We have Beckham You're the youngest looking grandparents I've ever <laughs> yeah. seen in my life, literally. <laughs> well, we were young. Yeah. Well, I was a young parent. So. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So then you were in, in Hawaii. Then what, what happened with the roofing business, though? Like, you kind of... Um, How'd okay, you find so that? well, I met Paul, um, and he was in the industry. Is that uh, back in Colorado? Or? That was here. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so 2010. That was 2010. So I applied life took for, you all kinds of ways, yeah, and then oh, somehow just everywhere. You, you I ended wound up, up here. In yep, ended okay, up, well, gotcha. I've been here 26 years, 27 years. Oh wow! So I've been okay. here more of my life than anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, met Paul in 2010, and that's what brought me into the industry. Um, I was in construction and mm-hmm. left that when I met him. He asked me to come work with him, and I started out knocking doors just like everybody else in really? this industry. Wow, wow. And just yeah. canvassing, huh? Yeah, yeah. Just grinding just it out out there in it. Yeah, wow. we, we yeah. Tell, awesome. he used to, yeah, he used to uh, sit in the truck, drive around, and, and I was the person <laughs> who had his canvasser? I was his canvasser. <laughs> he would tell me, and I would think, how the hell does this work? I'm a female, yeah. and he's telling me to get out of the car and go talk to those people. Mm-hmm. What the, and I did well, it. it. What, was what was wrong with we, me? One year, we sold $2 million, like, we, in three, we to, three months, four months. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so we it really worked. It. I mean, if you yeah. think about it, who are they going to talk to, me or Kim? Yeah, for so sure. So she would go in and start the conversation with them. Then I would come in and, you know, do, do my thing. And mm-hmm. it, it mm-hmm. worked very, very well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. literally, yeah, she... She How long walked ago the was streets that? and I drove the pickup. Back in 2010. 2010. Yeah. That, that's when you both kind of, or you've been in the roofing before 2010. Yeah, yeah. Or, Well, you started with actual roofing. Yeah, when did you get into roofing still. sales? Like how did that, that transition happen? So 2007, when I got out of rehab, I mm-hmm. went to rehab here in Denver. I was still, I was living down in the San Luis so Valley, you, you Southern Colorado. So you were actually roofing. Things mm-hmm. weren't going too well. You kind of took advantage of that in lifestyle. In a, in a strange way, were like, things were going okay. okay. Like I was kind of a functioning whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it did get 
pretty crappy and I kind of went crazy and, you know, ended up going to a mental hospital and all this gotcha. different type of gotcha. things. Gotcha. Things got out of control. Yeah. Things okay. got out of control. Yeah. So I ended up here in Denver and I had every intention of going back home mm. and starting, you know, running the, my company down there again. Oh, okay. And right. um, really by the grace of God, I listened to some dude, day 27, a 30 day rehab. Mm -hmm. This guy told me, you need to call this other guy. And I was like, I'm not going to call this other guy. Like, I'm just going to go home and do my thing. And I did, for whatever reason, I called this guy and he, a storm had hit in Pueblo, Colorado. And okay. he said, I want you to come down here and, and work with me. Mm -hmm. And at that point in my life, like I couldn't talk to anybody. Like I, you know, when I went into rehab, I weighed 240 pounds a day because I've lost 12 pounds. I yeah, that's bit. awesome. I know. Uh, I, that, when I went into so rehab, huge. I weighed yeah. like 150 pounds. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, yeah, he I showed me pictures. It was unreal. I really Dang. looked like I had You must received, look like a skeleton. Yeah, it was Like I had looking. like wow. leukemia or something. That's yeah. how I look. Oh, my gosh. So I gained weight in rehab and all that, okay. but I, my mentally and whatever, I wasn't ready to talk to people, and this guy put me really just running production. Okay. And I ran production. Like ordering materials, ordering getting material, permits, getting the scheduling cruise. cruise. We were doing 15 roofs a day, though, down there. Oh, my I mean, gosh. I went into the fire. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so That's we went. nuts. We went crazy down yeah. there. And we went, uh, did all that. You were running production for all that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Wow. So I did. I ran production. I was getting paid $250 a week. That's there. not that much. <laughs> That's not that much. Yeah. I was living in a sober living house. Sober wow. living house cost $375 a month. Um, I smoke okay. two packs of cigarettes a day, drinking a 12-pack of Mountain Dew a day, okay. and running production for $250 a week. Mm -hmm. And But you know what? Like That's where I needed to be. Yeah. Because I lived in a sober living house with 25 drug addicts and right. alcoholics. And yeah, I needed that to, to bring me, you know, humble my ego and, and pride, even though how I looked like I was, you know, I was a obviously bad drug ass, missing most of my teeth. Mm. All that type of stuff. So wow. that's that's where I where I started. You're kind of lucky they Denver. gave you a chance to do production. <laughs> I <laughs> should have paid them, right? <laughs> yes. I should have paid them to, just for the opportunity yeah. to work. Cause yeah, I that's was, a big opportunity, really. I was unhirable. Yeah. I was literally unhirable. Mm -hmm. I just walked out of a drug rehab for a meth addiction. Well, I mean, you also learn the ins and outs of the back office of roofing, you yeah. know, which is invaluable experience that yeah. you use to this day, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that that's huge. And and then you, um, so then, then they kind of said, hey, Paul, like, uh, you know, you, you're good doing well at production, but you probably do a lot better in sales. No. So it just... I just put my head down and I went to work, right? Mm -hmm. I just went to work and, and I did what I needed to. And I, you know, tried just every day. It was a matter of like, can I stay sober, number one, today? Mm -hmm. And number two, can I get these 15 roofs put on? <laughs> right? That's hard. So yeah. that's, yeah. I don't recommend it to people. I don't, <laughs> yeah. don't recommend that. Were but you getting I, coaching and guidance? Was there a GM helping oh, you? Oh, hell so? no. There was nobody. Really? There was Dang. nobody. Because we were, we just had an office set up in Pueblo. Mm -hmm. The main office was here in Denver. Mm -hmm. And there was, there was nobody. I, I would see or talk to nobody. Yeah. There was literally... No wow. help. It's kind of one of those classic stories when you hire a sales guy and you give him a train a, a business card and slap him on the butt and say, "Good luck, buddy. Go, yeah, go sell a job." Yeah, but that's how I was in the production. I just kind of figured it out. Okay, and and made it. Good to know, man. Because sometimes I get a little overwhelmed when I'm doing like I got three jobs I got to order up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> No, <laughs> we ramped that up like the next year. I was doing 25 to 30 jobs every day. Okay. And that wow. was just, just what we did. I just yeah. put my head down. And so mm -hmm. by doing that, going to work, the company that I started to work with down there, mm -hmm. um, I actually, um, after a year, two years, I worked up to be like a partner. 
okay. on wow. there. Wow. And so I was That's with fast. that company really until 2011. And so for four years and it, it you know, it went pretty well. And then at the, at the end, things kind of got a little bit sideways, you know, blame on, on both sides, really. I'm not ever going to be one of those guys that say like, yeah. oh, I got screwed or blah, blah, blah. Like right. there's always blame on both sides. Yeah. There's two sides so, to every story. Absolutely. That's yeah. yeah. So we, yep. we, um, split the sheets per se and, um, Kim and I started Paul Reed Restoration. Yeah. That was amazing. Okay. And so you had sort of falling out with that company. Mm -hmm. Things didn't work out. You know, everyone's kind of going their separate ways. And then um, Paul Reed and then you and Kim were, were you were working with him as the canvasser yes. before Paul Reed Restoration? Yes. Yep. Okay. And and so you guys were kind of doing pretty well, like selling a lot of roofing with yeah. Yeah. with before Paul Reed Restoration. Yeah. You both said, let's do Paul Reed Restoration together. Were you, was were things gotten romantic at that point yet? Or oh, were you still yeah. sort of... Oh, okay, yeah. so you guys oh, were yeah. in a we full on relationship. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. And yeah. so you you were kind of like a, like a you know, boyfriend girlfriend team at that point. Yep. Yeah. And we were, well we got married in twelve, right? Shit, I don't remember. We in ten. Okay, we started dating in ten. In eleven, yeah, in eleven we got engaged. In twelve we got married. Yeah. Same okay. Day. So and then with Paul Reed Restoration, like, where was it? Did that was some nice branding? I have to say. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it, I it was. It. it looked really good. Is that what, what yours was? <laughs> yes. You you kind of put the designs together. I, absolutely. Because so, there's like a picture Kim's out a beast there. With that. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I. Yeah. You know, marketing's my thing. I should. I okay. should have went to school and done something with it. Um, yeah. But it's just my niche. Um, it's what I enjoy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we we absolutely killed it. Well, uh, going to school and done something with it though, you may have have to gone to school and then unlearn yeah, what you had right, learned and right. then do what you did now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? true. Because the way you kind of have been brought up, I think that's more, uh, you know, a little more real. And, and yes. potentially some people might argue that it's actually better real world skills, you know. I agree with so that. So I think because there's a lot of people in the roofing business who didn't go to college and I think get, get a little discouraged. Like, Maybe should I go to college? And I think, no, you know, it's, it's, it's really not necessary. Yeah, and I agree. And, and it's a big investment. And, yeah. and it could be um, that investment could be spent better other places, I think, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're going to go to college to be a doctor or lawyer or something like that, it's great. But college, in my opinion, mm -hmm. is not necessary. Street smarts will get you a lot further in real world shit. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. have this argument all the time. Do you really? Yes. As far as is college good or bad? Um, just you know, I he think was it raised depends on it depends different. on what you what you're gonna do. Like to me, if you want to just go get a business degree or marketing degree, I don't necessarily agree to go to college. Mm -hmm. You know, right mm -hmm. now, I think there's so many trades and different things that you can learn and, and go out real real world experience. And I know that I could take a guy right now mm -hmm. and I could bring him in and I could literally, instead of him, I do it all the time. I put a deal up on the board and say, how much does it cost to be a doctor? Mm -hmm. You know, if you go to eight years of school mm -hmm. and student loans and mm -hmm. all these type of things and mm -hmm. you're spending you know, the doctors come out and they owe $500,000 on student loans. Mm -hmm. I could take a guy and within a year teach him to make, you know, $100,000, $200,000 a year, mm -hmm. within well, a year. And yeah. my thing is you take two people, you put some kid in school for four years to mm -hmm. go get just a regular associate's bachelor's degree, whatever, or you have this kid who automatically out of high school starts working. I would hire the guy right out of high school who started working because yeah. they have real hands-on experience. Mm -hmm. They're going to know a hell of a lot more than this, you know, I, so it, very interesting. That's yeah. just my opinion. Yeah, no, and I know I, I, because I I'm that person. I mean, yeah. in, when I worked in construction and, and and I was doing project management, I never went to school for that, and I killed it. Yeah, you know, so yeah, absolutely. I, well, you uh, a lot of people would think running 15 jobs a day requires schooling, requires a lot of education, but I think a lot of it is requires getting put into the fire and that's it, figuring it Just out. Just do it. You know? yep. Yeah, answering your phone. <laughs> 
That's it. Yeah. Answering your phone. <laughs> yeah. Picking up your phone. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So, man, I, I, I kind of lost track where we were because um, that's really interesting uh, conversation. But that's what's cool about podcasting is it's yeah. not scripted, you know, <laughs> exactly. and, and so we can just kind of talk about what we want to. But, um, okay, so, no, we were talking about Paul Reed Restoration. Yep. So um, so that that was uh, kind of interesting. You guys were probably really excited about that, right? A new business, doing it together, a team, you Paul know? Paul was nervous. Okay. 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 <laughs> no, I wasn't really now. I wasn't. <laughs> really nervous. So this okay. is, it's a, it's a, I think it's one of the most unique stories really that's, that's out there. Yeah. So with Paul Reed Restoration, so after that first, with the first company, and so we start Paul Reed Restoration. So we started that. Um, so you, 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 uh, you said, Hey, let's do this. And Kim's like, I'm going to start putting some granting together, some yep, drawings yep. So together. We, we do how all do you that. like this font? You know, how do you like these colors? And all she that kind of stuff. absolutely crushed you, it. Incorporating, yeah. you, you went to get your business, to, to, mm -hmm. yep. not, uh, what is it? Like you just incorporate your business, yep. right? Yep. On yep. Secretary of State and all that. Hey, 30 bucks. You, you got, yeah. Got, yeah. Got, yeah, got all that stuff. Got a little office. Office yeah. and at home or outside? No, of the we home? No. we had an office in Inglewood in the First Bank building. Like we went oh, nice. all out. We, okay. we were all right. ready really? to go. Then we yeah. had an office okay. in Southern Colorado. Yeah. Okay. Down there, and so we did Paul Reed restoration, and within I think it was two months, we had sold over a million dollars in room. Just grinding out their neighborhoods. Yeah. Wow. That wow, was with me amazing. selling and knocking and doing all that. Yeah, knock, he you know. was. Uh, <laughs> it was a team <laughs> effort. <laughs> anyway, there was no was a team amazing. effort. So yeah. we, we did that and things were wow. going very, very well. Mm -hmm. And so Yeah, to do a million in two months, I think that's that's pretty exceptional. And so I that's got a little unheard of. Yeah, I don't know we can yeah. do people it. Do that. We yeah. are those people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a phone call one day and it was from Tom Brown, the owner of Northwest Roofing. And I knew him. We weren't, you know, buddies or close friends or anything like that. I got a phone call from him one day, and I, I remember, I'll never forget looking at the phone, going, "Wonder what this guy's calling for." And so, finally, I answered it, and uh, he's like, "Hey, man, um, I don't really know why I'm calling you, but <laughs> like, I'm literally sitting here over off Bonnie Bray eating an ice cream cone, and I just had a feeling like I needed to call you." I was like, all right, this is this is Whoa. weird. Yeah. And so we started talking. He's like, How you doing? Like, we're we're good, man. Like we're we're doing well. Yeah. We're doing very, very well. You know, yeah. new business, but we're we're crushing it and mm -hmm. um things are good. Yeah. Things are good. And so he said to me, he's like, Well, listen, the reason I really called is because for whatever, and at this time, Northwest is was still they were doing well. They're doing you know ten million a year. Had been doing ten million, which that's is good. Great. That's fantastic. Every year, it's incredible. I mean, that's like the magic number they, for roofing owners. They you know? didn't need me. Yeah, right. They absolutely. didn't need me, and yeah. I didn't, and 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 we didn't need them. Yeah. But he's like, there's something that's telling me that we need to work together. And you knew him from when you were uh, kind of running production for that other. Yeah, and okay. and and uh, he was partners with the other company down there. They did a gotcha. set together down there. So you and had then a I knew relationship him. then. Somewhere. Yeah, I knew him. I knew him well. I mean, oh, okay. we were doing a. He was an AA. He's been sober. He's been sober for like twenty six years now. So he'd been oh, sober wow. for a little while. Yeah. And, and some of the guys that worked for him actually kind of helped me and mentored me and sponsored me when I was first, you know, getting sober. Mm -hmm. But like I said, he was just like. I have this feeling, and I don't know why it won't go away, that we need to work together. Wow. And I was just like, that's really weird. Yeah, that's freaky. Freaky. And so I told him, I said, well, you know what? I'll tell you what, dude. I'll pray about it. Hmm. And that was, that was not a phrase or a thought or anything I'd ever had in my life. And I'll never forget saying, 
hey man, I'll pray about it. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell did I just you say? You know who was say, saying that. Yeah. Wow. Right. And so I did and it was like, yeah, let's, let's do this. Mm. And somewhat it caused a lot of contention between myself and Kim yeah. because here we are, we're doing this thing and it's going very, very well. But to me, it was like, there's something bigger. So over the first few years or whatever, we sacrificed a lot of stuff because yeah. we're building this company from at Northwest from 10 million to where we're at today. Mm -hmm. And it took a lot of sacrifice and a lot of So lot when of you just said yes though, before you went, you didn't consult met, with Kim? No, 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 no. I, we both met with Tom. We had a couple sit downs Did and you? conversations. Okay. And yeah. I think Kim right. was gotcha. probably, in my opinion, was probably 90% in on that idea, oh, but absolutely. there was still, yeah. there was still like, cause still going, what the hell? Like this was, yeah. this was our deal. This was, I, you know, this was I was, I'm deal. a control it's freak. A deal. So yeah, yeah I mean, nice to make to a million so in two months. All of a sudden we come mm, from, a little hard. we come from like, we're full control, full owners and don't have, you know, a partner to all of a sudden now we have a partner. Yeah. Right. And yeah. this is, this is, you know, his company. You know, this was, you're yeah. coming into Northwest, you, yeah. you know, he's not coming into Paul Reed restoration. Right? It was hard so, for me, but it was the right there's thing. There's a different dynamic do. there, you know, yeah. there is a little slight, a different dynamic. Well, and, here. and it was. And so like, I always had this deal of going, why are you doing this? Because like my answer was like, when I did pray about it, I was like, this is what you should, this is what you okay. should do. Yeah. And I didn't know why. And I wanted to know like, well, why? Does it mean you're going to make $10 million if you do that? Like, what the hell does it mean? Yeah. And it took us and it took me many, many years, actually until last year hmm. per se, hmm. after uh, whatever, seven years, why am I at Northwest Roofing? Mm -hmm. Because what it did, it allowed me a bigger platform quicker. Okay to affect other people's lives. Yeah. And that's, that is a hundred percent why. Cause you could go full on recruiting. You could go full on building team. You could go full on everything. You didn't have capital constraints, you know? No. And I probably, that. I mean, the fact is, you know, like the first five years, I probably, and we made money, but I lost money what I could have made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, but it was the best decision. But it, but it, it allowed. Well, even this with platform. Paul Reed restoration, even even selling two million, there's still a lot of problems and headaches that come into that. You yeah, know I mean, it's exactly. not like you know, we, it's we, like you're getting two million fresh, you know, exactly. liquid. You know, yeah, there's all the right. costs, there's everything that goes into all yeah, that. All you this. know, so yeah, it's and so it, with. Uh, um, you know, I was a sales manager. I was a pretty successful sales manager, and I was making some really good money. And and I had to. And I and when I when I launched Foothills, I, I this whole year I've taken a, a decrease in our income in our whole family's it income. Happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so like it was. Uh, I think it's important for people to know that is that you know if you're a successful sales guy somewhere, it's not a bowl of cherries launching no, your own not. business. You know, it's it's actually uh, potentially. I, I don't think I would have done it unless I really like had to. You know, due to the circumstances. And so, um, you know, but now I'm, uh, I'm definitely very happy, but it's, um, but I mean, it's, I, we're taking a pay decrease. That's the bottom line, yep, you know, and, and yeah, so we, and, and some, lots of sacrifices, you know, and, and there was a, you know, we used to go to Hawaii. We, we didn't go to Hawaii last year. We, we like to go every year and, and we've done that before. We, we didn't buy the car that we wanted to, you know, and, and mm -hmm. there's, you know, we didn't go out to eat as much as we wanted to this year. And we really right. did sacrifices and, you know, it's very hard to, to make it work sometimes, you know, it's extremely challenging. So, I mean, you've, you went through that as well the first oh, yeah. few years it sounds like absolutely we did and like i said it did cause a strain you know on occasion on our marriage because it's like you go from building our dream to now you're building helping build someone else's dream even though it's our dream as well but there's someone else's 
dream yeah. is in that. Yeah. So that that was tough. It took yeah. a while for it, me. Did it really? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And that's kind of why I started Next Gen. Okay. It was. I I had yeah. to. I was kind of just like shut down. Okay. I was like, okay, my dream is gone. So yeah. now, what do I do with myself? Like that was that was me. That's you're what extremely I built. entrepreneurial. I'm getting very much. Right. So. <laughs> I mean, you can't. That's like a. Um, that's like. A, that's like your part of your soul. It is. Oh you my can't, god! You yeah. can't even imagine. You you have to be creating something. From <laughs> I do. Scratch. Yep. That's See, me. yeah, I can I can relate. That, that's kind of you know I, I built foothills from scratch as well. And right. so so you went back to the drawing board as far as like branding. You said I want to do next gen. I well I sat home for a while and I was I was just broken. I'm like shit. You know what do I do? And I I kind of was a stay home mom for a little bit and then okay. I went and worked for an engineering firm. Mm. Um and I was loving it because construction's my thing. That's my yeah. happy place. Okay. And um, I was like, you know, this this is shit. Like, I the money is great, but mm -hmm. it's not what I'm used to doing, and it's mm -hmm. not mine. Mm. Um, so I started, I started next gen, and I thought I'll just start. W small. Did you uh, did, did you were you thought about it at next gen for a while, mm -hmm. right? You I probably thought, yeah. probably saw some problems. I mean, that lead industry is it's not sorry to it's say nuts. it's a mess. Yeah, it's a total <laughs> it's mess. A mess. It's a total mess. <laughs> so you uh, you kind of thought this could be a good place where yeah. oh, I've seen an opportunity, you saw an opportunity, but I also seen an opportunity that I can help contractors because at that time we were going to win the, win the storm, mm -hmm. and I was meeting a lot of people, and I thought you know I could do this, mm -hmm. I could do this better, I can help these people, and I'm honest, and I'm real and I'm going to do the best I can and give them the best that they can get. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so I started small and just simply being honest, yes. fair and upfront with people in the lead business makes a difference. I think that what a concept. That's, <laughs> yeah. Imagine right. that. Shit. <laughs> that's the recipe for success really, <laughs> right. because I mean, I, I, I've, it's just, it's not like that, unfortunately, right. you know? So, no. um, so yeah, so you saw an opportunity and, and you started thinking about it and, and then it kind yeah. of like turned into, Hey, I want to do a plan. I right. want to get some branding together. Yeah. I really want to do this. Was that a conversation you had? Did you say, hey, hey, Paul, like, I think I'm going to do this? No, I did it out of spite more than anything. <laughs> okay. All I right, really all right. did, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was you like, came one day and said, hey, that's... check out my new company. Yeah, and you I was like, like oh, and watch uh, me. What? Yeah. No, that's, that's <laughs> I'm terrible. Cool. Give me a bunch of leads. Then she wouldn't. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. My whole goal was to not share with him, not sell to him. I was going to work with all his competitors because okay. he took my business away from me. Yeah. Interesting. You know wow. what I mean? Yeah. But... yeah absolutely. Yeah. Dang. But uh, yeah. Okay, and so you you got the brand. The branding's nice too. With next Thank year, you. very nice. Yeah, we we you did a little rebranding too, yes, right? Yes, we did last yeah. year. Okay, yeah, last year. Yeah. yeah, and I mean your Just reputation online. Everybody loves you online. Uh, loves Next Gen online. Right. And, well, and then you did that thing where you went through and shown the office. I mean, you've got a serious team. I mean, it's a serious company. Well, I mean. See, and that's that's the thing with like in her in her industry and in the in the lead stuff. It's hard because you're not telemarketing. I mean, can you imagine if someone calls and telemarkets you? When's the last time you bought a? something from him. Oh, someone telemarketed you. Yeah, I hang up on him too. That's right. what my wife yep. does for a living. I hang up on him like, oh right. my God, tell her, you know, yeah. I've got this app on my phone that screens them, That's, all this type of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And so, <laughs> you know, a lot of, a lot of roofing contractors that Kim has to deal with yeah. on a daily basis, they want all these leads right. and it's not easy. It's Even not. after like a big storm in Denver, mm -hmm. there could be 50,000 houses affected and she could call the first day and get, you know, a few hundred leads. Second or third day, like, Dead. There's no leads. No one's answering the phone. And wow. so these contractors are all pissed off because yeah. they, where's the leads? Uh, Next Gen sucks. They didn't give me any leads. There's, there's it's no very leads. Stressful. It's very stressful to do that stuff. And then they turn around and, you know, the honesty factor, like a lot of people in her industry charge money up front. They right. want, they and then that's when they get in trouble because yep. they'll charge $10,000 up front and they can't provide all those leads. 
So yeah. Kim is like, that's not who we are. That's not what we're going to do. We're going to provide our service and then give to you. So she's she's been pretty unique in the way that she runs her Another, company. Another, uh, you, you think it's sort of an obvious concept. Uh, hey, you provide the service, then you get paid, you know? And, yeah, but nobody in the leads does business, that. it's not like that. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, I do. But, awesome. you know, and I base that off of hoping it, that people are going to be honest like I am. Yeah. You know, so yeah. we grew I had the idea. We grew. We started it. it a thousand contractors my first year. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's unheard of. Yeah. Um, and we got really big. Yeah. And so in the last year, we're going on four years now, I have scaled back, way back. Really? I don't want to be the biggest. Interesting. I want to be the best. Yeah. And I want to... I want to. And you're focusing on, on commercial as yes. well, right? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah. But I might throw a little twist in things with that too. Um, I'm going to still do commercial. Okay. Um, I'm still doing leads. So you got started hiring employees. I mean, yeah. you just went full on, huh? Yeah. And, and that's amazing. So now you're... How big is your team at this point? Well, I've scaled back. I did have a okay. pretty large team. Now okay. there's only about six of us. Okay. And um, I've pretty much turned the company over to my son for the most part. Oh, interesting. So Mark okay. is running a lot of it. Um, I still awesome. do the commercial. Mm-hmm. He's doing the residential. I okay. still call. I did take the last month and a half off because of my surgery. Okay. Um, and, and the business was still running okay. Yeah. Yeah. For the, it, so, I mean, that's you know, pretty fascinating. Slow, but... I mean, you, you can start a business from scratch. Yeah. Yep. Scale it, walk away from it, have someone take it over. Even if it is your son, it's basically a trustworthy person. Yep. And the business still runs. Not an easy thing to do. <laughs> you know? No, I know. I mean, no. not it's an easy, not. it's actually an extremely rare thing to be able to accomplish I, in yeah, these days. You I've know? been gone from Northwest Roofing for the last three weeks. Yeah. You know, and, and it's it's hard as a, as a business owner yeah. to walk away sometimes. Yeah. It's but really you, hard. You've got to build it that way. Yeah. You've got to build it that well, way. Well, it's it's I feel like you're uh you're you're focused on systems and yeah. and and reliable trustworthy people is huge. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Systems and people. Is that kind of what what you're focused systems on? Systems are yeah, systems are huge and I my son actually taught me that. He okay. is a guru at putting things together. He's pretty Well, the next gen system is nice. I remember yeah. I remember you have a dashboard and um, stuff, right? Yeah, we, well, we, we're uh, changing some things right now. He's okay. went through a couple different things and okay. he's he's in the works of putting other things together, but for a while we did have that. Okay. Um, now we're just simply spreadsheets, just keeping it simple until he okay. revamps everything. Oh, nice. Um, I think in 2020 with us putting on the conferences that we're doing um, and the retreats we're doing, we have a lot of stuff going on. So yeah, can we jump into that? <laughs> yeah, because I, would like to I really real want to jump into That's that. That's my passion um, right now. So yeah, because I uh, share. yeah, no, the um, because uh, storm into the new era, like yes. kind of came on to the scene, the roofing scene, and and like let's can, yeah, what what's the story there? Like I'm really. Um, I'm going to let Paul, yeah, I'm going to let Paul speak (laughs) on that a little bit um, and then I'll kind of jump in. Because we know when the storm, right? Yeah, and that's awesome. We know when the storm, it's an amazing conference. We know Anthony. Anthony's incredible, incredible entrepreneur, everything around Well, he started it. He started the conference in this industry. He brought everybody, all the competitors together. I mean, that right there is huge. I remember reading that book, you know, it was like really hit me. Yeah. And then, and you guys went to that first conference and then you went some other ones. Well, we've been involved every year helping him market, helping him put it together. You know, been on the phone day in and day out yeah. building that thing with him. I mean, you know, it's been great. Yeah, we, you're part of his like core. Always core have network. been. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's yeah. It's, we still support we still are. Of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. we're going to yeah. be involved it's this phenomenal. year. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I guess where it started for us was, you know, we started going to these conferences and doing all these things, and and after a few years, I got the honor of speaking at some, and things were growing, and I think my platform, kind of in the industry, kind of across the country, started growing at that at that point. Um, over the last, say, three years, 
every day my inbox in Facebook or my text message is filled up by roofers across the country going, hey, like, what do you do when this happens? What, what's, you know, all this, and they just yeah. need advice. And, yeah. and a lot of it's not like, you know, hey, how do I grow my business? How do I mm -mm. scale my business more? It's like a lot of it was just raw advice. Yeah. And like, how do I deal with my supplier? Yeah. Right. You know, like, yeah. Well, and family my, stuff. Well, and, I mean, I'd have wives stuff, like, and hey, husbands how do you... hit me up constantly, you know, for. With like, where I'm working so much, my wife's unhappy. Exactly. Like, like you know, Kim, yeah. how do you do it? How do you manage everything? Paul's got his, you have yours, but, yeah. you know, this and that. And it, it this has been so years. So it, it started like that. Really and wow. I mean, honestly, there's not a day that goes by, there's not at least four or five people that message really? me, that reach out, Interesting. that I don't know. Yeah. You know, that they just randomly hit me up and I'm well, like, Well, you tell wow. me, you mean you post your phone number online. You're right. Like, and so you're like, hey, just call me, dude, I, you know? I make, I make time to do that. And so when we'd go to all these conferences and see all these great things that we all learn and we need Why to- Why do you do that? There's gonna be people out there who are like, I'm running my company, dude. I don't have time to talk to you. Because there's a, there's a simple reason. Yeah. There's a simple reason. In AA, when I got sober 12 years ago, mm -hmm. there's a part in the AA book that talks that talks about you can't keep what you don't freely give back. Mm -hmm. So that means more for your sobriety. So if I'm so if I'm sober and I'm not out like sharing the message of this is what happened to me and here's my story and here's how I did it. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to keep it. Interesting. So I look wow. at I look at business and yeah. life the same exact way. Mm -hmm. So we've had some phenomenal successes. We've also paid a lot of what I call dumb tax. Yeah. So I'm going to share both our successes and both our like bad shit that happened. I love that it's phrase, all, the dumb tax. Yeah, yeah, the dumb tax. <laughs> the so dumb tax is awesome, of dollars man. Dumb tax. I love that. But that's that's what's important is because... Because some of those dumb taxes are a big one. Like you well, were talking about, you know, when uh, I remember at the RoofCon, you mentioned, you know, hey, you know, if you got some sales guy who's crushing it, so, you know, and then three years later, you find out, hey, I didn't pay my taxes, you know, and mm -hmm. now, you know, you're, you've are you faced those sort of sorts of situations you, over you the years. You absolutely do, man. It's... In, in this deal, you looked you at imagine, what the exposure of what what the exposure was of Northwest in certain areas, and you kind of really got into detail with that, and that's yeah. when you guys start smartening up, right? Absolutely. But with with the messages and why I do this, I'm I'm really busy, and I always tell people, listen, when you shoot me a message or whatever, I will get back to you. I promise. Like it mm -hmm. might not be in thirty minutes or an hour, but I'll get back to you tonight or tomorrow morning or whatever. I will get back to you. Yeah. And the reason I want to do that. Because as a man, like we're all prideful and we have ego. And if I reach out to you, Armando, and I send you a message, I'm probably sitting there like on my phone for 30 minutes, like typing it up. And I'm kind of scared because yeah. I don't want to admit to you yeah. that like, hey, bro, like what's, how do you do this? Like I'm in trouble. I don't well, know what, what, what to you're do. What you're saying is I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm vulnerable. Yeah. You're can saying, you help me? can you help me? That's extremely if, difficult if yeah. I, to do. If I know? don't respond to that guy he's probably not going to ask anyone else because he just was like, dude, that's embarrassing. I was just real with this guy and he yeah. didn't, yep. he didn't even respond. Now it's so, almost like reinforcing in them. Like, see, I, I, I'm, I'm not only am I vulnerable, I'm also not even worth the, you know, somebody calling me back. Right. You know, exactly. And so I'm able to look at their messages and go, and, and almost every time I'm like, you know what? I get it. Me too. I re that's happened to me before. Yeah. And that we've done that before. Yeah. And and here's what we did. So yeah. I want to make sure if someone reaches out, because I, I try to run my life and our company, we run it off really the 12-step principles of AA. Okay. And, you know, it comes down to like wow. doing the next right thing. Yeah. On there. Yeah. We're not perfect. Our, my sobriety is not perfect. You know, I'm, I'm obviously sober, but I, right. you know, just, I 
do stupid shit. Well, you're sometimes. a human being. I'm a human being. <laughs> you're never not going to be a human day. being. Yeah. But yeah. that's that's how we base it, and that's why I do what I do. Yeah. And I have a I'm I'm blessed enough that I have a wife that supports that. That mm-hmm. is just as good as me in helping people, if not better. She pushes me to do, you know, to be better. Um, all the time, she'll get on the phone with somebody and they need help, and I'll spend time with her customers, thirty minutes talking about this, this, or this. Yeah. She's because she coaches and mentors. Not only does she sell them leads, she mentors so many people mm. every day. Of like, no, honey, like you're doing this wrong. Like, talk to Paul. Like he went through that, and here's what yeah. he did. Okay, on there. Wow. So that's what kind of said, hey, you know, I wonder if we just did a conference to get all these people together who kind of we already know and we are our network and yeah. Well, that, yes. But um, on on another hand, we we feel that there needs to be a very strong leadership in this industry. I don't feel that there's a platform for people to look up to and go to. Yeah, we have all these conferences. Everybody's doing great. Everybody's selling wonderful things and, mm. you know, yada, yada. But where is the true leadership? How are you growing as a person? How are you growing, you know, in your home life, in your business life, in your marriage? Um, yeah. There's so much across the board and we're all the same, you know, but, you know, these are things that aren't talked about like on a daily. Well, well, you don't because you go to conferences and everybody just thinks to get better and do better, you got to sell more jobs. It's yeah. not about Everyone that. throws more salesmen, you know, let's scale and hire more sales guys to, yeah. to do 10 million, 20 million. But what about actually taking care of what we actually have? And it's it's you not it's not down, being out basically. there. And so we wow. talked about it. And we're like we that's we, different we have the platform concept. and we Very. we have the platform and all that. So what if we what if we did this and we did a symposium? Because I don't want to. It's not a conference. Okay. And it's yeah, we not don't want to take away from anybody hate else. The, yeah. I hate the word mastermind. Gotcha. I just do. And so it's a symposium. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that, that word symposium means. Symposium but was cool. was Doug and Heather. Doug and Heather. Thank you. So oh really? Yeah. They thought symposium was pretty. I love that word. I do too. It's very yeah did was we want to take a different twist on this and go how do we get better as as individuals as company owners better husband better wives better fathers better mothers Mm -hmm. because that's a big part of our industry because we sacrifice a lot and our family does too they sacrifice more than we do because we're gone we leave early in the morning late at night how do we balance that out yeah how do we have if if our home life sucks our work is probably going to suck. Like that's the fact. Absolutely. And so how do we balance that? Yeah. And so we, we've brought in um, people from really all over the world that will be here to speak and, and do all this. The guys that are coming say like, you know, I, I have a really great partnership with like Beacon Supply. Okay. And so Beacon Supply is going to be speaking, but guess what? They're not getting up and saying, hey, look at us. Nothing We're the best supply shingles. house and we, we have the best pricing. Yeah. We don't give a shit about that. Yeah. But the guy's talking about, one of the VPs of the country is talking mm-hmm. about, hey, I've been in the industry 17 years, mm-hmm. and this is how I managed my relationship and marriage with my wife. Yeah. Right? John yeah. Hotelling's coming in and talking, and he's not talking about, like, fighting insurance companies. Yeah. He's talking about an opportunity when he was, you know, 11 years old, starting out walking down the street and seeing the house that he currently lives in mm-hmm. and asking his mom, who lives there? And his mom said, you know, a doctor or a lawyer, an attorney. Or, yeah. An attorney. Yeah. And so he was like, I'm going to be an attorney. Okay. And so he took wow. that opportunity from a little kid and now look at him. Yeah. He was based, they were basically penniless, you know, literally almost on the streets to, wow. you know, a billionaire doing, you know, hundred billion dollar deals with China. Wow. You yeah. know, so wow. that's, that's yeah. we're, not, we're not, there's no products that we're selling. Nope. 
we're not selling any systems, any programs. Really, it's it's real. Two hundred and fifty people. Um, no online about, training programs. No, or like no, that? no, nothing. Okay, there's none, no, there's none we're, of that. We're just fascinating. We just actually. we just we're want you to, to come in. That, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, all we want yeah, to do is yeah, help make you better that. and help that. make us all better. Yeah, and we, if we do this, we have a good platform for everybody to mm-hmm. keep growing. You know. Yeah, because you have to figure like in your company, even Armando. Yeah. So you have however many employees that you have. Mm-hmm. You have a chance every day to improve those people's lives. Yep. Right. And you Absolutely. have a chance to improve so, and, and and actually change so many people's lives. And I've I've told this story before, and I seen on Facebook yesterday actually, um, a very good friend of mine, Josh Lucero, that owns a Expert Exteriors. He was down in Pueblo with me in 2007. He was oh, wow. not nosed wow. 20 year old salesman down there <laughs> yeah. selling, and I'm yeah, a, I've seen I'm just it, yeah, out of freaking absolutely. rehab doing these roofs, you yeah. know, putting in production. So I mm-hmm. couldn't imagine the. Shit show that is was he going, going to the win the storm? Yeah, or, John, sorry. yeah, I'm sure he'll. I'm <laughs> sure he'll be there as well. What's the short word? Is there a short storm? Is it just storm uh, into the new era? It's just the whole yeah, thing. just storm. Yeah. I know. I wish okay. there was a short. Yeah, we we, we to, didn't think about we that. Forgot we forgot you're going to say storm. I just say storm. Just say storm. Yeah, I'm going to storm. You're good. But yeah. Josh posted on Facebook yesterday morning about one of his guys came in two years ago, off the streets. He was just barely sober. Yeah, and he bought a house yesterday. Wow. And that's wow. how, as a business owner and a business leader, yeah. you get to affect people's lives and you get to change people's lives. Yeah, And so Absolutely. what if I could be it's the amazing. best that I can be and how many people's lives can I change? Like this year in our company, I think we've had two different people buy buy their first home. Yep, Scott one of, Spencer, one of our guys, congratulations. One of our guys today, are, um, he, he was really our office manager and he's transitioned into sales and he's just been crushing it. Sold like $4 million this year. Wow. He just bought his first house. They closed on it yesterday and moved in. They are, awesome. We're going to so, go see them there. What, I'm so excited for this. How cool is yeah. that? And, and that if is. I could get better as an owner yeah. and a leader, how many yep. more people's lives can I infect? Because then what's going to happen is you're going to take a people like Scott that just moved into his house yesterday mm-hmm. and he's seen what we did. Mm-hmm. And how many gonna... people is he going to affect? Yep. Yeah. And how's that going to spiderweb across the industry and into life? Yeah. And that's what our true passion is, is, yeah. is truly. And we're, we're blessed and we're fortunate that we're in a position that we could do this now. Yeah. Um, we're empty nesters, so we have a little more time. Okay. You know, yes, we're both I mean, busy running our work, companies. Right? I mean, it's a ton of work. And Kim is like, like a beast. And you just did she it is. pretty much just yourselves through your own will. Yeah, for, just will, in three Willpower, months. really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just put okay. it together. Wow. Put the idea together. And we're going to, and... it's, it's first class all the Found way. Found the place. You have yeah. to. Yeah. Oh, that's all. Everything done yeah i mean it's yeah. really not is yeah it's not that hard but okay it, it's done and and that's our passion and we've um, reached out and we've we've got speakers coming in mike bauer he's from uh he's on the dr phil show coach mike coach mike he's okay. a life coach you know, he's okay. a life coach how to be the best you can he be brings, awesome, dr right? phil he's brings amazing. him in all the time okay um clay moffat he's coming in from thailand yes he's actually mm. my life coach okay on there and a few he other people in the industry he's changed a bunch of people's yeah. lives okay yes mark schlereth from the denver broncos he used to play for the broncos three-time super bowl champion yep. mark schlereth He's coming Holly, in. Holly about all these people are coming strictly to you know try to do their best to just help folks. That's help all guys, it is. That's it. We're not. Value. That is we're all not it is. Like, sign up for no, my coaching program. No, no, the only thing that we're going to have people to sign up for, literally, the only thing is we are doing something called Reed's Retreat. Okay, it's in June. Yeah, and we've rented out the uh, Vail Resort, oh, and wow. we are going to bring in um, workshop uh, coaches. So we're going to have a marriage coach. Uh, 
a couple other coaches and bring everybody together. We're going to okay. do like river rafting and shooting oh, and, wow. and counseling and just kind of break everybody up into sessions. And it's, it's going to be couples type uh, couples, whatever, even like single people. Even, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We recommend people bring their wife. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because yeah, most, most companies that. or a significant other, like, yeah. you know, most companies are smaller companies that run two, three, four million dollars a year. And their mm -hmm. wife is heavily involved in the business. Yeah. And even if she's not, she's still affected by the business because you're gone well, all day. With the kids, yeah. I was going to say the yeah. CEOs at home, you know, the wife's at home. They're they're stuck home. Bring them. That you know, job's give them. way harder than it our is, job. You know, oh I've been there. No I was a single it. mom with three kids. It yeah. is very, very hard. Um, yeah. But they need to be recognized and they yep. need to feel their self-worth more than just being home taking care of the kids. And there's ways yeah. for them to get involved that, you know, they just, they live their life and they get so, oh my God, you know, so hopefully- like, uh, maybe as far as uh, helping with some marketing programs anything, or maybe with just anything, anything just it, some sort of, you, you you feel like getting wives involved yes, in the business, I even it, to a certain extent, Well, right? they can get involved with their husband, even if they're a stay-home mom. There's things they can do to push their husband, to help the business, to help them be better. And it's mm -hmm. just, it's a good mix. Yeah. I feel they need to, I feel they need to be, they need to at least know what's going on in the That's business. That's right. Yeah. Right. Because it affects them. Like you come home and you've had a crappy day at work mm -hmm. and well, why do you really, so they didn't understand the fact that, you know, hey, all state denied this roof. And so now you're pissed off all day. Yeah. But you know, yeah. I mean, it's stupid yeah, stuff so like that. Need they know. need to understand what's going on. Now, at some point we got to draw the line and there's a work-life balance. Okay. At some point it's like what I've tried to do over the last year and I'm not successful with it every day. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally not. And this yeah. is, I'm learning this as well mm -hmm. is what I try to do when I get home, I'm trying to be home. Because mm. there was many years I got home mm -hmm. and I still worked. It didn't yeah. matter if I got home at six o'clock at night or I got home at ten o'clock at night. I was still working. Yeah, and that's that's ridiculous. Oh, I you're on that. the phone. You're until on the eleven o'clock at night. And, uh, yes. and Kim Kim does I'm, that I'm as bad. well too. And yeah. she's trying really to bad. she's trying to get better. We're both working on that yeah. of being present when we're together when we're at home yeah. of being actually present. Because there was many nights that we got home and, and, and yeah, we were in the same room, but we weren't present. Oh, yeah. We're on our we, phones. We're working. on our phones no doing more. whatever. Yeah. No more. That's so, so bad. We're, <laughs> we're working on that Yeah, because hell, even if it's 30 minutes mm -hmm. of just like whatever. Put your phone down and have yeah. a conversation. Of yeah. that because you'll get trapped because for some reason we think we're really important. Yeah. Roofers that's, yeah. that people's lives are in <laughs> our hands. We all do. No one's going to die if yeah. you're not working at 8 o'clock at night. Well, you know, I got the I got to meet uh, the, the founder of the Ring, the doorbell. Ring, mm -hmm. you probably have that mm -hmm. at home, right? Yeah, and, we did. Uh, yeah, Jamie uh, Jamie Siminoff, is it? Um, so I got to meet him in person. He did a, I went to this conference and he had a um, I mean, it was a tiny room. There was, there was like 15 people in the room. And here he is. He had just sold his company to Amazon mm -hmm. for a billion. Wow. Literally a billion. And we were like, what was, what's the process? And he'd been working on it for like 12 years. And he's like, you know, I, um, I just wish I, a part of me, you know, I, I, I love that we've accomplished, but I mean, it's been, I actually brings a tear to my eye because he was like, you know, I haven't seen my son for probably 12 years, Ouch. you know? And he's like, and I, and I haven't, um, and people say, you know, don't, don't work when you're at home. He's like, but I literally, I'm not exaggerating. I, the second I get up, I'm sending emails yeah. and it doesn't stop till I go yeah. to sleep. You have you know? to though, and, because it takes away from life. he's just like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I mean, I, I, that's the biggest regret I have is I try to take him on trips. I try to take him with me, but you know, um, it, but it, the, the time's gone, you know, yeah. and, and it's gone. It's never going to come back, you know, and, and 
you know, the guy, he's a very happy guy. Sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sold his company for a, a billion, billion. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, he's pretty happy. But there is that kind of like void in well, him. And that's, he was, he no, talks about it. That's huge there, in this industry because you guys travel a lot. I mean, I experienced that with Paul. I remember, you know, years ago I used to tell him, what do you mean you're missing the kids, you know, school activity or the play? This is time you don't get back. And that, yeah. that stuff wears on yeah. a person. It's mm-hmm. not healthy. So it is very, I mean, It can you know, cause divorce. It, it could, yes. It can definitely. I mean, there's a lot of divorce in our industry, there is. right? There I mean, is. it's all over the place. But you know what? If, if you just slow down and... and and, you know, there's things you can do. A lot of do. divorce. There's a lot of alcoholism. There's a lot yeah. of addiction. Yep. There's a lot of bad stuff It doesn't stuff have to be that on. way, though. Yeah, you know? it really doesn't. No, so, it doesn't. So coming to your event, I mean, I feel it's like gonna it's going to be a, a very wholesome thing to, to get around some good people. That's to, what we're hoping to for. To learn some leadership abilities. To learn not just about like, hey, let's sell, you know, $10 million this year. But let, let's how, how can we be like the best leaders we can be? That's How can right. we be the best people we can be to our family, to our community? Spread yeah. general goodwill yeah. and, and that kind of thing. That's why it is. And that's why we restrict it to 250 people. That's a lot of people I, still. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, it, it's well, a lot of people. Yeah, but okay. honestly, if we opened it up, we could have a few thousand people. Really? And we don't we don't want to do that. Right. Maybe later when we strict, could control this yeah. later. Okay. But while we want it to, we want it to be intimate. We want it to be real. Yeah. And we want the people that really want to be there. Because a lot of conferences people just go to because it's a cool thing to do. Yeah. They're not there to learn. Yeah. We want the people. I want people fighting to get into our conference. Mm-hmm. Meaning... I've got to do this because this is going to change my life. That's the person that we want there. Yeah. I don't want a guy amazing. just coming to go, eh, you know, sounds cool. Go to Denver and hang yeah, out with everybody. Our conference. That's not you. Go, okay. th- we want you to go to every, everything else. Yeah. You know, and then they yeah. need to because, and I, we stress that all the time. Yes. We're big fans of the other conferences. We're yeah. going to be there and we support them. Oh, we will. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. It's not about coming in and going, hey, we're going to do this better. Yeah. It's going, we're going to do something different that's needed. Yeah. We still need to do what you guys are doing. Yeah. But, we need we need this part too because it's we got to we got to bring the community it's, back together. Yeah, I mean, there's a literally. Uh, well, I mean, uh, Anthony Del Medico calls it a three hundred billion dollar industry, you know, and and it's huge. So I mean, there's plenty. There's a lot of room for for people to do different things and different symposiums and right. conferences and mm-hmm. and and there's and especially something that you're doing as far as like uh, you know focusing around you know things that aren't so much sales based because I mean this the roofing industry is a lot sales based you know so I mean that's so. you know so it's uh, nope I haven't sold the roof in two years. Really? I'm going to throw this out there. Okay. I haven't sold the roof in two years. And I've turned in, personally, I've turned in probably, I don't know, 9 to $10 million worth of roofs. Interesting. I haven't sold one. Yeah. I've built relationships. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On every damn one That's of what them. I do with I the have, commercial. I don't even know how to sell yeah. anymore. Yeah. I probably couldn't go in front of a homeowner. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's like riding a bike. Maybe it would come back. You yeah. could. But yeah. <laughs> you really... I don't sell. You should go out there and sell. I don't sell. You sharpen your sword a little bit. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Next, I, I, I think in 2020, he, he's, he's given me a challenge and, and this next year. And I so, got a sense you might Paul, want to in the neighborhood a little bit, you know, uh, get some deductibles well, paid. You know? I, you know what? I actually did remember. I did go back last year. Callie and I went out one night That's in the right, neighborhood. That's right, you did. I forgot That's about right. that. I just wanted oh, really? to see how it... Oh, him and Callie killed it. Because, you know, you you listen to your guys sometimes, and they're like, ah, there's no work out there, blah, blah, the neighborhood sucks. It's yeah. so hard. Yeah. I went out one night at, like, 5.30, mm-hmm. and I was there till 8 o'clock, and 
me and my daughter, she was mm-hmm. 17 at the time, <laughs> we wrote like 12 or 13 deals wow, in two and a half hours. Dang. Yeah. Dang. What neighborhood was that, by the way? I'm just <laughs> right? Yeah. So, um, well, look, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up here. I really appreciate you yeah. guys being here Thank again. Thank you for this having is amazing. us. Yeah, yeah, this is really amazing. I think uh, people are going to really enjoy the, the podcast very much. And, and uh, you know, I also want guys to know, we, or people to know we, and, and females to know, we, we got a, a Facebook page going now for the podcast. It took me a year and a half, but I finally got awesome. it. Uh, we got a Facebook group going for the podcast and, and, and we're, we're not selling anything either. You know, I do this at this point strictly for fun and, and, you know, we, um, just having a good time and getting to know people and, and bringing people together and, right. and that kind of thing, you know, and, and who knows down the road, maybe it could develop into something really cool, you oh, know, where we does. could, yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it would be really great. So, um, so anyways, uh, yeah, we're, thank you again. We're gonna wrap it up. Um, thank you everybody for listening and we really appreciate everyone. Uh, so we'll, uh, you know, look out for storm a new era i think we need to contact you guys quick right i mean you we need to, if you haven't Listen, got your guys, ticket I, yet, I, I actually mean, have accounted this morning i think there's 22 tickets left um and i was on a conversation call with a guy coming into here this deal okay. today and and he actually took four so there's there's getting pretty pretty limited um, on there so we need to need to get how in do if we even do it. do it how do we get a ticket two ways you could get on to storm into new era um and and apply on okay, there. so or if you, you haven't applied my, yet, yeah, because I've applied, I just didn't buy the ticket. Yes, so, so I need other to guys like that have applied that. and haven't bought the ticket, they need to call Kim or I, yeah, and we'll take us. a credit card over the phone, and we uh, can do that now. Yeah, we can do that now. Absolutely. Okay, so yep. as soon as we get off the podcast, I'm gonna get my ticket. Literally, there we go. yeah, 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 literally, because I, yeah, I was a little worried about that. Seventeen <laughs> tickets left now, guys. So uh, get, <laughs> get them while they're here. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, um, all right. Well, thanks again, guys. We're gonna wrap it up and uh, have a great rest of the day. Thank right you. On. You too. Thank you. That's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. Please find me on Facebook, Instagram, go to our website, foothillsfirst.com. If you have any ideas for the show, send me a message. I really want to know. Until next time, we'll see you on the roof.